chat, converse, rant, rave, whatever you call it. Do it on the talk shop, only on SAFM. You're still on the talk shop on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. My name is Naledi Molo, and we're meeting our mover and shaker. Finally, his name is Sanele Zulu. He is a young man who's done well for himself as an entrepreneur, an author, and a business speaker. He's the CEO of Sanele Zulu International, and he's in the studio with me. Sanele, welcome to the talk shop. Thank you, Naledi. Thanks for having me. Good to have you with us. Good to be here. Well, tell us about Sanele Zulu International. Oh, well, um, that's an organization really where we're trying to mentor, uh, train, um, especially young people within the space of entrepreneurship. I think um, it comes with passion with me having learned so much in the space of entrepreneurship, having had so many mentors myself and realizing that there's a need for other young people to be mentored. Mm. And uh, one question that people always ask is that what's different about you? And I think what's important is to realize and understand that um, no one can do it all. You know, um, we need to come together and uh, form partnerships and there's always a hand that needs to be given out there's always help that is needed in some community mm. so suddenly Zulu International really seeks to inspire transform minds and develop uh, you know young minds to, to, to become great yeah but how do you do that I yeah. mean so many people say no we, we develop young minds yeah. we inspire but how how do you go about doing well firstly I say um, if they don't believe your words let them believe your works mm. you know so um, even with the way you live the way you do things so I get young people and I get people that say, Sanele, we just want to sit down and chat with you. Mm. You know, one of the most important things for me is goal planning, having a plan for your life. You know, I say to people that I've discovered that there's something greater than success. Um, because most of the time when you think you've arrived, you don't realize that there's actually more that needs to be done. Mm. You know, so mm. most people celebrate themselves based on their last success and not realizing that there's actually more to be done. Therefore, when I say that, it's because once you have a plan for your life and you've got a vision for your life, then the aim is to say, how do I get to where I want to be? And sometimes you can't get there yourself. You know, you need someone that's going to advise you, lead you, and show you the way. You know, like some of us, I mean, I had started almost four businesses, you know, until I met my mentor, you know, that said, son, and now it's time to make money and I had failed on all those four businesses what were the, the four businesses you know one was in recycling where I you know um, picked up papers boxes you know um, I used to work at Shoe City you know but I saw an opportunity that you know we open these boxes and papers but let me take these boxes and you know start a recycling company yeah, yeah. you know um, I took the money that I had, wa- had saved to go to Varsity and bought a bucket because I believe that this business was a multi-billion dollar business after doing oh, research that's a big risk I, I promise you and yeah. um, it failed dismally the car I bought was second hand that didn't have a license at that time How? you know there was just trauma How did you buy a car without I believed okay it was second hand so I was able to buy it from someone okay. you know but we as entrepreneurs we're crazy we just think anything is possible and I had this guy who was going to be on standby every time I need to go sell these boxes huh. you know interesting enough I would sell these boxes for like 100 rand and you know I'd come back and think yo was, it re- was this really worth it <laughs> so and then this car was the start and it mean he's breaking and you know so ended up closing that business but I really believed in it you yeah. know Another one was called Nelson Nelson, where I wanted to get into construction. This is like, I was still at the age of 19 at that time, you know, okay. straight after um, okay. high school. But I'd always believed that, you know, I'm called for entrepreneurship, mm. you know. So uh, so I started another one in construction, hoping that, you know, I'd get a 10. Uh, yes, you, know. you must be a 10. Yeah, yes. Trust me, I wanted to be, but Eish. trust me, nothing happened, you know. Mm. So then the other one was photography, where I just wanted to be, you know, a serial entrepreneur in terms of photography. Mm. So I started a couple of businesses, and mm. most of them did not work until I found a mentor. Yeah. You know, and I always say to her that in order to be the best, you must hang around with the best. Mm. You know, and when I say that, it's because I realized that things started changing when I started changing my surroundings. Mm. You know, when you hang around with small thinkers, you think small. When you hang around with 
people that talk small, that talk negative. That's the talk of the day. Mm. You know, so I started changing my surroundings and, you know, I didn't compromise. I tell people that success is a personal thing. You know, um, so you better take yourself seriously, you yeah. know, and you must not compromise on your goals and your vision. So, so yeah, basically that's 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 my story in terms of where I started. And I want to just take. I mean, there's something that you you talk about your second business. You know, you're yeah. hoping for a tender. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of parents listening right now that are looking at their own sons and daughters and looking at them as they wait for tenders. Yeah. Why are they doing that? And and how do we change that mindset? And to tell you the truth, I've got en- nothing uh, against tenders, by mm. the way, and I'll tell you why. I think most of our young entrepreneurs need to realize that, as I say, there's something beyond success, which is one for me is the plan. You need to have a plan for your business and for your life. Two is preparation. Mm. There's nothing wrong, a lady, with getting a tender when you are prepared for it. You see, the truth is that if you are given a road to do and you're in construction, and you are well able to deliver on that road. And mm. you're not going to you know, give them poor service. Why not get a tender then? You know, so I've always believed that there's nothing wrong with being a tenderpreneur as long as you can deliver. It's just that people must be prepared because most of the time you get people that get or given tenders, but they're not able to deliver. Then you find poor service. Mm. But I say, I mean, as an entrepreneur, that part of what I do is I go out and I tender for business. If I do get it and I'm able to deliver, I will do the job. So I say, let's not limit ourselves and say tenderpreneur is a bird thing. It's not a bad thing. When I just make sure that you can deliver on the job. Because I can tell you that big companies, they tender. You know, Group 5, they're huge. You know, but we can't then, as SMME say, we're fearing to tender because if you're a tenderpreneur, then you, you're seen as you got a, you know, you got a peace job or you, you knew someone. I must tell you the truth that there's most businesses that have got tenders that didn't know anyone. They mm. just knew, knew how to do the job. Yeah. So I say to me, it is better to be prepared for an opportunity and not have one than to have an opportunity and, and not, not be, be prepared. prepared. Because really, yeah. most of the people that get businesses, I mean, even if it's not a tender, by the way, Nalid, mm. it's just as small as saying that, are you able to deliver on the job that you are given? Mm. Because you will find that my mentor used to say, customer is king. You, you, you service your customer, your customer services you. Mm. So most people want to sell to a thousand um, customers, whereas you can just service one customer and they can last you for a year or five years, as long as you take good care of them. Yeah. So that's something that I've learned as well, to say, you know what, I'm not going to be fearless, or rather I'm not going to fear tapping into the space that I have not tap in, tapped into. I'm going to go ahead and, and, and try it out. You are a youth business advisor, and, and those are obviously some of the flaws you've seen in young businesses. Yeah. Um, but what what are what are some of the other really big mistakes that the youngest business uh, or the youngest uh, entrepreneurs are making? The other thing I realized was um, um, it's it's them wanting to always be seen as the one. Mm. You know, you want to see mm. that you've arrived. Mm. You know, um, I remember that um, a couple of you know uh, months ago, uh, last year to be exact. You know, we we got some good success and you know I had an opportunity to either go big and say listen Sanele is here yeah Sanele has arrived I mean um, and the, the interesting thing is that then the bank starts calling and telling you that you qualify for this car and that car and this house you know then um, if you really don't have good mentors you know they'll lead you on the path that you don't need you mm. know you'll get into Range Rovers and but just because of status you mm. know so you find that they taste a little bit of success like how I say that People, young entrepreneurs or most entrepreneurs, they get stuck on their last success. Mm. Just because you got a tender for a million, you think now you've arrived. Trust me, Lalit, I'll tell you today, money 
get like it disappears. You know, from a million, a hundred thousand into a project or something, you are left with nine hundred thousand. By the way, you know, just before you know it, the money is gone. You know, so for me, what what's really important for young entrepreneurs to say, stay and stick to your craft. Get better in what you do, even if you haven't found a client as yet. Mm. But the day you find that one client, make sure you deliver so that they say, you know what, this guy, you know, this guy has gone beyond my expectations. Mm. You know, and so for me, it's, it's, it's one of the things I say to entrepreneurs to say, prepare yourself continuously, you know. I mean, um, I, look at, I look around at the people that are, we are competing with and I say to people that now we're getting into a space where it's not about you being a South African. It's mm. about who can deliver. Mm. You know, if a Chinese guy puts his CV here, and I usually talk to, uh, to, 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 to school learners about this, to say, it's not about you've studied or you've, 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 you're a South African. If a Chinese guy puts a CV here, and you're a South African, this Chinese guy's CV says he can do one, two, three, four. Your CV as a South African says you cannot do one, two, three, four. You are in trouble. Whether you're South African or not, because it's a competitive global uh, space now that we're getting into. It's not about you're a South African, because of course what we're really saying is that, ah, they took our jobs, and no, 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 let's improve ourselves. Let's mm. get better in what we're doing. Mm. Because I say that, you know what, it begins with you. For things to change, you must change. Mm. And until you change, nothing changes around you. Yeah. So, you know, you, you, you're also a an inspirational speaker yeah. and that that's that's also very clear yeah. um i i wonder though if you if if you've if you've ever been able to perhaps measure whether or not what you say to people is is really then translated into action yeah because that's how we know you're impactful as an <laughs> as an inspirational no, speaker definitely, yeah definitely and i think sometimes the lady it's, it's about planting a seed you know um i really believe in planting a seed that you might find that I planted a seed, someone watered the seed. Mm. By the time the tree, you know, shows up and the fruit shows up, it's not even about to sunnail, you know. But, um, I mean, I challenge every time I speak to people, I give them homework because this thing becomes a reality to me because um, at, a, at a time I used to suffer so much. You know, when you've worked so hard, Nalid, when I've tried, I had tried about, as I said, four businesses, mm. nothing was working. I was doing all what people could say you should do. Mm. You know, try this, try that. And I really wondered, why is it not working? And I promise you that really, and you know, I was praying because I'm a believer as well. I was praying to say, but God, why can't I just get a breakthrough? Because that's all I'm asking for. Mm. No matter how small it is, because I believe that I'm born to be an entrepreneur and all of that. But I realized that for me, what it, all it took was to find a mentor. Mm. And a mentor showed me the way and led me to the right track and taught me some stuff. But for me, what's impactful for me is is... When someone comes back two years, three years down the line and say, dude, you spoke at that day, on that day, you triggered a thought. Because mm -hmm. I say to people that don't change because Sanela said you must change. You must change because you saw a need to change. Because, you see, if you change for Sanela, you're changing for the wrong person. Mm. You're not changing for yourself. So the greatest change must come from within. And once... You know, there's a quote that says, if there's no enemy within, the enemy outside can do you no harm. And when you say that, it's because you understand that the change begins in the mentality. Suddenly can speak, but until you decide to change your mind, mm. until you decide to change from within, then that's the greatest change, you know. So I don't want people to change because Sanele said you must change. Mm. Even the people that are listening now, if they decide to say, I want to work better, I want to work harder, I want to become better in everything that I do, don't do it for Sanele. Do it for yourself because you understand that it's important for you rather than Sanel. Yeah. So for me, it's not even about the applause that I get to say, Sanel, well done, you know, you've changed my life. I'm not looking for that, but I'm looking to say there's a reward someday I'll get when someone says, there's a day you spoke. And when you spoke, you changed or you touched my mind or my life. Yeah. How do you know that this is the business that eventually is the one that's worked out? 
Oh, well, it has to make money. <laughs> it is has it? to be. It, no, it has to. I promise you. Is I, it making money at this point? No, it is. It is. It yeah. is. It is. Um, I must say, God has been good. Um, uh, you know what? There's, it gets rough, guys. You know, entrepreneurship is not the easiest, but it's fun. You know, mm. you explore. I mean, um, there's one uh, project I'm working on now in my hometown, Guanongoma, called Omoya Summer Explosion. I've put in literally everything. Mm. You know, I just came back from Dubai, and, you know, coming back from there, I've been so inspired. You know, and the one thing that I went there for was to just get inspiration. Mm. Because, you know, once you go abroad, really transform your minds, you know, uh, your mind. Because you start thinking, what kind of person builds the tallest building in the world? What kind of mentality do they have, you know? And that's the kind of talking and the thinking that we should be having in South Africa to say, what would it take to have the greatest entrepreneurs, you know? Um, and for me, it's really to say, as long as the business is making money, because they say that passion drives, and I agree with that. Trust me, the most people that will tell you about passion are the ones that have made it. Mm. You know, before you make it, I'm telling you, passion, for me, passion is speaking, and speaking was not making money for me, you know? And I was getting broke every single day. And I was thinking, oh my gosh. They said, find your passion. I'm passionate and, and I hungry. love speaking. Yeah. You know, I love helping people. And, you know, but it was not making money. It was not paying the bills. So I had to change my strategy. And yeah. my strategy was to get into something that I had studied for, which was marketing and communications. And when I got into that, then the space started being different. I was really not passionate about it. I love it, but it was not my first passion. My mm. first passion is what I'm doing now, speaking and inspiring lives. But it was not giving me money. You know, so sometimes you're not always going to find your passion and follow your passion. Sometimes you're going to have to ask your question, what is it that's going to make me money? No, wait, now tell me about what you're doing in Nongoma. You, you, were, you were going into So, that. yeah, when Nongoma, I'm having an, an event. It's called Umoyam, uh, Some Explosion. Um, right there, you know, uh, there's a, 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 a young people that are doing amazing things. And I realized that, you know what, Tina, we, we're from Joburg. We've been a, a exposed to a couple of things. Some of us even have the capital to invest in some of the projects that they want to do there. So I thought, let me go and partner up with the, with the guys that side and see what it is that we can do. I partner up with the local radio station, you know, a couple of guys that are doing really amazing things. So it's an event where we've got DJT, Razawe, Duncan. You know, um, I wanted to hey, make the big it, guys. I wanted to make it as big as possible. Yeah. But I must tell you that budget is always constraints for entrepreneurs. You know, because then you start thinking, okay, can I afford that guy? Can I afford that guy? But then you know what? I thought, you know what? Let me just do this thing, and I believe it's going to work out. It's the first one. I'm, I want to do it. Annually. But what is the idea with the event? I mean, you're bringing these. these yeah. yeah. The idea with the event is really to to pursue entrepreneurship, even with the guys around. You mm. know, there's people that are doing amazing things. There's people that are selling. You know, and to say to to young guys that side, because part of what we're doing there is an entrepreneurship seminar where I'm also going to be speaking there and inspiring guys from the from the rural areas because it's really deep down rural areas where I come from, Guanongom. And I thought, you know what, every December people come back and we just sit and do nothing. You know, I thought let this time before, because people love festivity, um, uh, excitement. And I mm. thought, before I do the event, let me let's do something. Let's their attention. You know, yeah. let's get their attention <laughs> with this event. But really... With the event, I must also push the agenda of inspiring these young lives and saying, yeah. guys, listen, it's possible. I come from Guanongoma. I'm in Joburg. I've done it. I haven't, by the way, I always tell you that I haven't arrived. You know, I haven't even started. Mm. You know, I think there's a lot to be done. There's so, oh, by the way, there's so much money out there, guys. Eh? I'm sure people will be like, oh, this guy loves money. Trust me, there's so much money. We just need to work hard for it and we need to be prepared for it. And it will come, I promise you. Hey, yeah, there, there better be money out there. <laughs> So you were also a participant of uh, the Youth Parliament. Yeah, I was, uh, I was part of, a participant of Youth Parliament. Interesting, at one time I wanted to get into politics because I thought if you get into politics, then, you know, um, you are able to influence and make decisions. Mm. But I realized that, you know, I think uh, money is more 
powerful than politics for me, you know. Okay. Because then money gives you the platform to be able to help. You know, I'm a, I'm a guy who loves helping. When people need things, I want to be able to say, listen, you can do it. I mean, mm. back at home, I've got this campaign that I've started of getting everyone to do their learners, you know, and saying, you know what, I'll pay for it. You don't have to worry about it. I'll pay for it. I'll make sure you get it. Because when you've got money, lady, you are able to do things. Money gives you access. Money gives you, you know, you've got dreams that you would like someday to help, you know, um, uh, some poor kids. But if you don't have the money, you can't do that. Mm. You know, there are things you can do, I agree. But you know what? With money, then you are able to be the petrosmati, but to say, listen, we're going to go around the country. I'm going to give away 500 million to developing other people. Mm. I want to be that guy. I want to be the next petrosmati someday. And I won't do that if I'm a politician, by the way. You know, even though I can be able to change lives and, you know, service delivery there. But I think <laughs> if I'm a businessman, I'll do more, more difference. And also the last thing for me as an entrepreneur is to say, you know, entrepreneurship changes lives, my lady. It changes lives. There's a lady of work saying to go sell. Mm, she wakes up in the morning. The I have to translate. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. You know, she wakes up in the morning and she goes sell fed cooks in the morning. And she takes her kids to school with just that. And yes. that's entrepreneurship. Yes. You know, and my mom was part of that, or those ladies who used to do that. Tell me about your background. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my background. Well, um, I was born um, in Newcastle. Um, single mom. Uh, we, I think we eight in my family. You, oh, know. you don't know? Uh, I'm not sure because I always have to count. There are many. You know, <laughs> I know eight or nine. <laughs> so I have to count my sisters and brothers by name. You yeah. Know. But um, my, all I know is that my mom was a hard worker. You know, she she's always been a hard worker. Interesting enough, I come back. My background is royalty. But you know, some people and some would attest to this. You can be royalty and not feel that you're royalty. You know, because you still go to the same struggles and to the same public schools, mm. you know, and then you wake up and realize that, you know what, if I don't do it for myself, no one mm. will do it for me, mm. you know, so, and then I... What was that lesson? What was, what was that lesson? That lesson was when um, my brother, who was a king, who had my late brother, you know, um, and, you know, I looked up to the guy and I, I thought, he's, he's such an amazing, and he was a king. You know, but I thought my desire for him is that he could get into business. Even though he was a king, he didn't have all that he wanted. Mm. And I, I could see from him that he wanted the best for the community. But because he didn't have what he wanted, it just created limitations. Mm. And even for me, when my mom was struggling to take me to boarding school, I realized that, you know, I'm royalty, but it doesn't really seem like I'm royalty. Mm. So therefore, there's something I need to do. I need to work harder than most people to get what I want to you know, yes. get. And there's a quote I live by that says, in order to be successful, you must be willing to do today the things that others won't do so that you can have tomorrow the things that others won't have. Yes. So I was always a special kid, a different kid, a boring kid, which is, even now, I'm still a boring kid because, you know, I don't oh, do... You, you're, not, you're not the social... Yeah. Nah, I'm not. TV, no. Not that it's... I don't watch, gener like, you know, like, generations and TV. <laughs> I tell young people, come on, guys. You could be doing something better with your lives, you know. Because trust me, you know, unless it's rough out there, guys. I tell people that it's rough. Until you realize that 30 minutes you watch something that has not added value into your life, hey. you are in trouble. You know, so, um, I mean, I love working. If you give me something to work on, I work like it's the last thing that, you know, that I have. So, uh, then I grew up from Wanongo, and I was all over boarding schools, you know, my mom trying to make sure, raised and uh, supported by my sisters, you know, and, um, and uh, you know, so I was not the best student, you know, in, in high school. And I remember that uh, because now I had to move from um, a normal school to a private school where my, one of my sisters thought, you know, I'd say, now I can take you to a private school. So English was a problem as well, mm. you know. I'm sure now I flow and it's as if, you know. But really, in grade, I nearly failed. I nearly failed grade ten. You know, it was bad. Yeah. It was bad. So they had this thing called brain gym, and some of my high school learners will remember this, because um, my my principal would then come 
And then as she gets into the class, she would call names of people that needed to go to this brain gym because we were slow. Mm. And as soon as she calls your name, you're in a lead. You're thinking, oh my goodness, did she call my name again? And in front of everyone. In front of everyone. You know, <laughs> as good as the intention was for my principal, but I thought, eesh. You know, but then she, she played something that literally changed my life. Um, I'm sure many people would know it. It's called the book called The Secret. Mm. So she played the DVD, The Secret. I promise you, that thing till today, it changed my life because it changed the way I thought, I, I thought at that time. You know, that I was small, that I couldn't do things. Then I really changed the way I, I looked at life. Mm. And then things changed. I mean, I speak about it in my book, Part of the Plan, you know, how things literally changed. Even my, my, my colleagues in class would, would be asking, Sandra, what happened to you? All of a sudden, like I was, an a, I was yeah. an A student. But because the mentality had changed, I just believed that I could do it and that anything is possible. Right. That confidence is very important. Yeah. I want to open up the lines for those that have questions for you. Give us a call, 0891-104-207. That's 0891-104-207. Or you can send your SMSs to 34701. I'm chatting to our mover and shaker. His name is Sanele Zulu, the CEO of Sanele Zulu International, which is a global consultancy company specializing in training, mentoring and development of individuals and organizations. Deboha is on the line from Langaban. Deboha, good evening. Thank you, Nalini, for taking my call. How are you? I'm well. Thank you for calling. What are your thoughts? Or questions? Um, I just want to ask the gentleman there. Uh, you think the player plays so much emphasis on money. And my, my, my question to him is that you know, most people that are listening at the moment will say that you know, the one thing that really should guide a person in life an element of spirituality or religion, whatever that you might call it. So I just want to find out where, where, where does he draw the line between his belief in a sense of religion and spirituality and the money. Okay. Okay, that's an interesting yeah. one. You know, because you, you, you've talked a lot about money. Mm. And, um, you know, they say money is the root of all evil, <laughs> yeah. this, that, and the other. And you talk about money as, you know, you say, I love money. I'm, mm. I want money. Mm. And it's not a bad thing. I think uh, people must realize that... Uh, you know, actually, the root of all evil is not having money. Because the guy who's going to break into my car right now is the one that does not have money. A Petrus Mutsipe that has the money will not, will not break my car. But um, interesting question he asked about spirituality. Mm. I'm, a, I'm a very strong believer. And I believe that God does not want his children to be poor. You know, and I believe that he has best thoughts about our lives, mm. you know, and that any idea that he gives us, he gives us so that we can live a better life. No one deserves to be poor. And that's the reality of the matter. And people that, are, that change the world, like you look at the, the likes of the Mark Zuckerberg, you know, because now he's got the money, he is able to invest in uh, research, you know, um, and help people. Mm. So, um, and I believe that it's not really a bad thing to, to pursue money. You know, you just have to have the right intentions why you want to pursue money. Because the truth of the matter is that, guys, we, everyone needs money. But it's so sad that there's so many people that are poor. And I say to them that, I say to people that one of the things that get us, can get us out of the challenges that we have is entrepreneurship. Yes. And entrepreneurship is all about profits. To say, what is it that I can solve in my communities? What problems are there? And I say that the greatest people that are going to be uh, change makers are the problem solvers. Mm. What problem can you solve? But don't just solve the problem because you can go broke with a problem and you don't have inspiration to continue with, the, with the solving the problem. 
But once you've solved the problem, how do you put monetary value into solving the problem? Yes. Because literally, Mark Zuckerberg solved the problem to say, how can I connect with someone that I haven't seen in a while? Mm. And by that, he then added monetary value, which is something that we need to master as South Africans, as Africans, to say, how do we add value, monetary value? Because, Naled, I tell you the truth. You cannot be in business if you're not in business to make money. Mm. That's literally why we're in business, mm. is to make money. But beyond making money, we need to invest. We need to support others. We need to help the poor. The reality is that people are poor. People are dying. Someone just needs 10 rand to live for the night. Yeah. You know, and that money cannot be given by someone who does not have it. So someone must have the money. Even, I mean, at one time I thought about, you know, my spirituality to say, we can't all be pastors. We can't all start NGOs as young people. Someone needs to fund these NGOs because we'll always be going to the U.S. looking for aid if we don't have entrepreneurs like the Patos Mutipes that has the money to say, I want to invest in my own people mm. instead of my people mm. going to America trying to find money. So some of us need to think the way I think so that we can be able to to assist those that have started the NGOs, that have started the great projects that they are doing in the different communities, so that we support each other. Absolutely. Let's let's say let's hear from Kilabogile in Rustenburg. Kilabogile, good evening. Hi, hi. Kilabogile, hi. Kilabogile. Yes. Yes. Hi. You're on air. Um, yes. Um. Uh, I want to ask a question. Yes. Education system of South Africa. You see, uh, as young people, we go to school, high school, whatever, but we are never taught on how to start making money at school, on how to use our physics and our math and our biology to make money. Uh, what does panelists take on such a situation? Because we see that in South Africa, we need to have young people, black South Africans, who are going to start using the education that they have mm. to make money. Mm. Not only to be employees, you know. Every South African young person wants to be employed. Mm. No one uh, really has the mind of someone to say that I'm going to start a business. Mm. So the education system, what can be done? Uh, what can, how can it be addressed? Like as someone who is an entrepreneur and stuff to help other young people. Okay, that's a brilliant question. Thank you for calling. Taking more calls on 0891-104-207 or send your SMSs to me, the number is 34701. Your response? I think um, it's, a very, it's a very good question that Kilebohile is asking and it's, 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 it's for me one. Kilebohile, you need to understand also that um, one for me is mentorship, as I said. To be the best, you must hang around with the best. There's people that have got a great careers, you know, or not even careers, um, um, that they've studied well. Mm. And out of their studies and out of their, what it is that they started, they've started businesses. Now, if you have the interest of starting a business as well from your career or from what it is that you studied, education system, you need to start hanging around with people that have done it. So, for example, you've got doctors that have got surgeries. Um, a surgery is actually a business that a doctor runs. Um, and for me, it's important that uh, we realize as young people that no one will do it for us except to do it for ourselves. So for now, we I say, black child, you are on your own. And when I say that, it's because the reality is that you cannot wait for the education system to change until you do something that you have to do. So I say to people that do what you can with what you have while you are in pursuit of what you want. So a Kelebohile kind of person, I would say to them, look around, find someone that's doing something that you want to do. So, for example, be the best in what you do, number mm. one. Because mm. you cannot go to a doctor and say, I want to study surgery someday, and your, your marks are low, and your physics is bad, you know. So you really need to be the best and pursue greatness, because you'll find that the person that has done it, they're the best in the industry.
Mm. I'll take more calls uh, when we come back from the news. Give us a call, though. You can start calling in now, and then we'll make sure that you're on the air when we come back. The number is 0891-104-207. And then we're going to talk about the book, Part of the Plan. Just briefly give me... Uh, you know, a little for for about forty five seconds, a little rundown of what the book really is about. Whatever that happens in your life, if it happens, it's part of the plan. If mm. it does not happen, it's not part of the plan. I used to beat myself up for businesses that never worked, but mm. I realized that it was not their time, it was mm. not their season. Mm. Therefore, it was not part of the plan. Mm. Part of the plan, and you wrote it when now? Um, I wrote it when I think I was twenty one. Yeah. I think. Yeah. You wrote this book when you were 21? Yeah, I was still in varsity, so um, I was really inspired by the guy named uh, Miles Monroe, uh, one of the greatest guys who lived. Um, so I realized that there's power in books. Yeah. Um, if they if they can't hear me in Dubai, if they can't hear me in Zimbabwe, they can read my story in the book. I like that. I really like that. Okay, I'm going to um, take a few more calls. SMSs have come in and we'll read some of them uh, when we return. Send yours to 34701, especially if you have questions around entrepreneurship, how to run a successful business. Sanel is here. He's helping other young uh, business, uh, 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 other young entrepreneurs uh, to build their businesses. He could help you uh, if you need some advice. 0891-104-207 or send your SMSs to 34701. It's 8 o'clock. Time for the news. Chat, converse, rant, rave, whatever you call it. Do it on the talk shop, only on SAFM. You're still on the talk shop on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. It's four minutes after eight, and this is the second hour of the show. A little later on, we'll get into our relationship corner, where we're talking about parents still not talking to their children about sex in Africa. Um, I'd like to hear from you how you've had that really difficult discussion with your kids, if you have, 891 But we'll do that a little bit later because we're still chatting to our mover and shaker, Sanele Zulu, um, who is the CEO of Sanele Zulu International, taking your calls if you have questions or comments that you'd like to share with him, 891 or send your SMSs to 34701. Zama is in Peter Maritzburg. Zama, good evening. Welcome to the talk shop. Hi, good evening. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for calling. I'm great. Uh, I'm just listening to Sanele and I am so inspired the passion that he has. You know, I've also started a business, but I think I'm in serious need of a mentor because I'm struggling in terms of keeping the book because I don't have a financial background. So um, I don't know how to do the bookkeeping and, you know, being an accountant and being a marketer. Being a, you know, it's a one-man show mm. uh, because it's a small business and I struggle to keep everything in order. So I want to find out from Sanele if, if you're a small company because sometimes you, I mean, I can't afford to pay for an accountant or to pay for such services. What should you do? In order. Yeah. What should I do? Okay. And I also need a mentor in tomorrow's day. If you can please help me with a mentor. Okay, stay on the line. He said, go ahead. Yeah. Um, Zama, thank you so much for the call. I think um, one of the things that I believe in is networking. You know, um, sometimes you might not have the skills, but you need to surround yourself with people who have the skills. So a lot of things I was not able to pay for as well as I started, but I had to try and find people around me. And it's part of networking, you know, attending events and trying to find out what other people are doing. I learned something from my mentor, which is battering as well, you know, where you've got a skill, someone has got 
a skill that you don't have, mm. you say, listen, I'll do this for you. You do this for me. Mm. Because really, I say to young people most of the time, you can't do it all and don't think you can do it all. That's why we advise partnerships to say, when you get into a project and you realize that you don't have all the skills, then you need to literally you know, uh, get someone who can do what you can't do. Yeah. Because the moment you think you can do it all is the moment you lose it all. So for Ruzama, she must also check me on my on my Facebook and inbox me. I can advise her in terms of other people that can help. I mean, she's in she's in KZN, so I know a couple of people. Uh, my Twitter, my Facebook handle is I am at I am Sanelezulu. I am Sanelezulu. Okay, all right, that's on Twitter. Get in touch with him, Zama. Thank you. Are you happy with us? Okay, Zama's gone. Johnson is in Valcom. Johnson, good evening. Yeah, good evening. I just wanted to. I make a comment on the the the, the love of money thing. Uh, I I guess we are, we are borrowing from First Timothy chapter six. It's not the, 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 that money is the root of it. It is the love of money for okay. the love of money. Not money is the root of evil or evil. Mm. Okay. So to be taken taken in context, I think God doesn't want to stop us from having money. True. But the love of money yeah. is the issue. Not true. True. Okay, Thank Johnson, thanks for calling. Andy lives in Cape Town. Andy, good evening. Ah, uh, hi, Sandy. How's it going? Hello, hello, my brother. How are you? All right, all right, Mateo. Good, good. Uh, we, just, we just heard in the news now about the black industrialists. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what do you think of the program? Oh, well, I think it's a great initiative. Um, it's going to take some time um, for us to get to that level, but I think you'll realize that the government is trying to do as much as they can, but not all of us will get in, will become industrialists. Mm. You know, um, so I think it's a great program that government is trying to implement. And, you know, the sad thing is that not all of us will always benefit from these programs. That's why I say to people that, Tina, we must continue or we must just continue doing what we have to do until they find us. So if government program finds you, let them find you while you are moving. Mm. You know, because yeah. if we have to wait for their black industrialists, my man, you know we can wait forever. But I think it's a great program. We need to, we need to start thinking, how do we manufacture our own things? Uh, I mean, Chinese are coming into the country, which is something that I'm not really excited about. Uh, but it's the talk of the day, because I think they'll rather teach us things that we can do ourselves than them doing things for us. You know, even though yeah. they can talk about empowering us, giving us the money, I think for me the better thing or the greatest thing we can have as Africans and South Africans is a skill. Mm. Because you see, without a skill, or if they can t- cannot take away the skill from us. But they can come and say, guys, we're giving you the jobs. They give you temporal jobs, six months, one, mu- one year. We get excited about that. But that's not long term. That's mm. not, you know, tangible. So I think yeah. as young brothers or as, as South Africans, as Africans... How and sisters. And sisters. <laughs> I'm talking to my father, yeah. <laughs> so we must just continue doing what we have to do. Government program must find us doing what we're doing and let them find us doing what we have to do in pursuit of what we want. Yeah. Ambile, yeah. Thank, thanks, thank you so much for, for that question. Thomas is in Bumalanga. Thomas, good evening. Thomas? Hi, can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you loud and clear. Thanks for calling. Now, I, I just want to, well, to obviously thank him for his really amazing skill and knowledge. And I just want to know, from Pumalanga, rural villages, like Limpopo and all that, how do we get hold of him? How do we get someone like him to help, you know, youth to develop skills and to learn more about business management and stuff like that? Because mm-hmm. I'm sure we're all entrepreneurs, but we can't find any mentorship mm-hmm. in, you know, yeah. communities like Limpopo and Pumalanga. 
Well, um, it's usually it's usually a bit uh, tough to to be everywhere at one time. But I think uh, what you can do, check my website www.sanelezulu.com, um, and um, my email is info at sanelezulu.com. Drop me an email. Let's have a chat. I think um, I want to help. You know, that's that's what I said to say. We I do want to help because this thing is personal for me. Um, having realized that there's so much that needs to be done. Uh, so check me and drop me an email. Let's see what we can do. Let's see if we can find support from other, you know, entrepreneurs or businesses that are around your community. Yeah. Well, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. It really Thank has. you. An Thank SMS you. here that says, Ndabezita, you sound very encouraging. I wish our youth can take heed of what you're saying. Maybe our country can be better because the future of our country um, lies with them. That's from Ubabu John Mapumulo Eshushui. Oh, nice one. Right next to my, you know, hood today. That's cool. Thanks, Bob John. Thank you so much. for Twitter you. handles again, one last time. At I am Sanele Zulu. Uh, my website is www.sanelezulu.com. Uh, I'm actually having an event again on Saturday. This Saturday I'm going to be speaking in Pretoria. Uh, it's a business breakfast, um, business and leadership. All we're talking there is excellence. Mm. How do we change our industries and change our businesses through excellence? Um, so check me on Facebook, um, Sanele Zulu, uh, Sansa. Uh, and then you'll find more details as well. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're still on the talk show on <laughs> FM.